Listener, do you copy? Listener, do you copy? Can you hear me? Finally, we've been trying to get a hold of you. You have further instructions from agency. Transmission follows. Due to the absolutely catastrophic state of the Earth biosphere, Fermi protocols are suspended. Communications between agency personnel and human assets will be encouraged. Information about agency is to be hinted, leaked, unveiled, declassified, and hermetically seated in human settlements. You, the listener, are responsible for the following actions. such as, how do I start a pirate radio station in my town? I haven't researched that at all, but if you guys know, that'd be cool. I mean, you can uh, hack the firmware on one of those Baofangs and then start a little pirate radio station on FM. No shit. You can just override the thing where it, it won't it won't post uh, regular FM channels? Can you yes, do that on so. Chirp? 
Yep. What Here is chirp? Chirp is uh, software. It's radio programming software, and I think it's open source. Um, it's available on like Mac and Windows and Linux, and it's for uh, programming the the firmware of a lot of different ham and uh, and like CB radios. Mm-hmm. And you can down you can use it to download uh, large databases of uh, certain radio frequencies to like automatically load to the built-in database of your radio. Oh yeah, I've done that before. That's the thing where you can you can get all the like National Weather Service and all of the like weird like frequencies Walmart uses and the cops use and stuff and exactly. have them programmed yeah. in with little names. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, you remember <laughs> that shit? Yeah, I so you can use that to tell it that you can, that uh let me broadcast on FM stations and then just broadcast to FM. I mean, it's already using FM stations. It's just using like way different frequencies than the ones that people's uh, cars pick up, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be great. So then I could, I could theoretically have my uh, 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 a transmitter that would transmit like a quarter mile in every direction or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you put more. If you get a bigger antenna, you put more power through it, right? Probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. You silly. They're gonna fucking send it, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's great because I've I feel like people in that, my neighborhood should listen to this show, but I don't know how to tell them to go to their podcast listener and download it on your favorite iTunes or whatever. Uh, subscribe and share. Smash that like button. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Another thing that should happen is every <laughs> fucking radio station that is not currently being used. All the ham stations and everything. All the empty space should be filled up with fucking uh, packets sending pictures. Packet radio is a whole set of frequencies of its own. Like the fucking image radio that they used to do local TV off of and stuff. Are you serious? That's radio, huh? Well, they used to anyway, and those frequencies still exist. You know, it's a fucking... It's the radio spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And they're not... They were just sending... TV as packets of information that your TV would download? No, the TV was analog back in the day, oh, but oh, now yeah. they, um, they, you can they still send it, it over the radio. And there's like this whole, the ham radio shit is like this Byzantine bullshit filled with grumpy old men with cop mustaches. They will tell you anything you're doing is illegal and then not. Yeah, they will fucking snitch on you. Yeah. Yep. And it's just all around like an unwelcoming piece of shit kind of thing. And it's boring. It's been honestly time to fucking get on ham radio and people are like, well, what did you do today, Dom? Uh, uh, you. Uh, so you've listened you've listened in like locally where you're at oh, yeah. already? Yeah. Uh not around it's here. Some fucking, you know, it seems they're trying to fucking project this image on the fucking radio spectrum and I feel like this is on purpose. That that mm. fucking thing in the hill shit is just normal. It's yes. not. That shit is not normal. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened well, to people like talk like 50 miles away from each other not knowing who each other actually was aside from their call signs and talking about the pizza joint that is like in neither of the towns that they live in yeah 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 or just like oh yeah today well i uh i, I cut my roses then uh went outside and grilled with no none of my neighbors uh now i'm talking to you it's very much like the like early social media you mm-hmm. have a feed something comes onto it you can't not look at that thing because it's somebody talking until they're done then somebody else comes on the call, the call signs shit, 
so this is like ham radio shit is like why I is the most um, the best argument for like anti bureaucracy, no government at all that type shit. And so it's or it's at least it's an interesting uh, cross section because you can't you literally can't talk over somebody unless you have a stronger antenna. So if yep. somebody's just broadcasting, you're fucked. And if somebody broadcasts over your broadcast with a stronger antenna, then you are not heard. And yet, and so they created all these like weird, yeah, uh, what'd you say, Byzantine networks of bureaucracy that say you have to say your, what your call sign is at the beginning and the end. You have to follow this test or uh, pass this test and follow these protocols. And and yet, well, how would we do that? There's like only so many frequencies. How would we organize in a way that's not? Uh, hierarchical and bureaucratic to be able to still use these things efficiently. I mean, same way as the internet, you know, that's like what we should build the internet off of. Like, you just build a language. How is it possible that we speak to each other and still hear each other when one person could just speak louder than everybody else? (laughs) No, hear anything. You know, that's like a, when you think about it, that's actually not a very good argument. Um, Like, well, it's, it's the, the tragedy of the commons thing. Yeah, it's, it's an the enclosure of the commons all the fucking time. The tragedy of the commons is that people are told there's a tragedy of the commons, and then they don't go to the commons, and some asshole fucking builds a shopping mall on it. And you gotta pay five dollars to get in, or whatever the fuck. No, that is the well. That's the the enclosure. the The tragedy of the commons is like the the threat that, that is used to create enclosure. So the guy, the guy that builds the shopping mall is the one that tells you, he's like, none of you guys should be allowed to use this place because you all keep using it all up and only selling your products. So I'm making a shopping mall where everybody can rent a space from me. Yeah, and nobody yeah. says that except guys that are trying to destroy the commons. So as soon as somebody says that, just shoot them and you have a good comment. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> your, your, your political analysis often just like, uh, uh, the lowest denominator of it is like, is this guy a fucking kulak? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, I, that's like, been problematic in the past. People are like, listen, man, you got a goose in a bottle. How are you going to get that goose out of that bottle? It's impossible. It's crazy. We have to enclose everything. You have to give me all of your shit. And it's like, dude, I don't own a bottle. I don't own a goose. <laughs> I'm not giving you anything. Get off my fucking yard. <laughs> like, yeah. get off the communal yard. That means it's my yard. That means it's our yard. If it's our yard, it's my yard. It's the yard. It's your yard. Right, being, so. That dude has to get the fuck off of it because he doesn't know how to use a yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, what uh, is this yard thing? Maybe, oh, maybe I should just, build uh, a fence around it. <laughs> I noticed you have a really <laughs> nice yard here. Don't do in the yard. Be a shame if I built my house right here, wouldn't it? <laughs> in your yard. Y'all remember the time we were living in an apple orchard and some kid just started sleeping under an apple tree and then was astonished when the apples fell on his head? It's <laughs> <laughs> like the modern Newton. <laughs> yeah, <it's> something. A... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not how you use the yard, but yeah. Well, I mean, you can. You can sleep under an apple tree if you want. Yeah, if during you want apple to. season. Sure, I did it with plums once. My sleeping bag is stained forever, but I woke up eating plums. <laughs> Just like dropping into my mouth and everywhere else. I mean, that's that. Yeah, that, that does a good job actually to encourage sleeping under plum trees. Actually, 
Yeah, we're we're sitting down right now. I've never left that zone. I'm still under the plum tree. <coughs> listen, listen. Okay, so you've demolished my uh, my my concerns about us ham radioing over each other. Plus, we have we do have the option of like doing TCP/IP over radios, right? That's uh, it's so slow. That's like TCP/IP is though. It's only slow because nobody puts the money into fucking doing it. Like you fucking know? spend some time, make the fucking technology. You can do it. We put a man on the moon. We almost blew our fucking planet up. You can figure out how to send a fucking message from one can to the other. Oh, yeah. it's totally doable. Yeah, we have. Like, it's called Wi-Fi. that we would, it would have to be, I mean, it's I It's called cell I phone towers. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's radio waves. It's it, 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 ad hoc it, networks like, like ham radio. In the form of cell phone towers. <laughs> well... But doing IP IP over ham though is like you can you could do it. You could have like two servers that are like modeming at each other like over ten miles or whatever and hosting like a really simple like uh like BBS forum, like old school BBS, like text based, like look at it through a fucking console output. Hell yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, that would be rad to do as a proof of concept actually. But that would be really fucking cool and we should I do believe, it. I believe this is being done. I believe that there's a concept called disaster.radio that is doing TCP IP transmission and they're using it to run some form of gossip network, um, which is like like Scuttlebutt, where uh, your, your server knows whatever it's picked up lately off of other servers, and then if it shows up to ones that it has messages for, it hands them off to them. So it's asynchronous communication protocol. Um, I just uh, that's that's ideal for like hmm. traveling messages on the ground, mo moving from computer to computer. It doesn't scale like past a past a mesh net. Like even if you have a mesh net of radios in your town, uh, you still need some kind of main line to transmit to other towns, which I think is like analogous to the situation in the DPRK that you were talking about earlier. Bouncing off the moon. Uh, well, no, that's that's the difference. the moon. The main line we'd be talking about is fiber optic or something, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want your your enclave's inter, uh, intranet to talk to other nets, you need to have some sort of internet that can do packet tr uh, transmission from different zones. And so we have currently fiber lines running in the ground and like satellite lines that run the um, like for the cell phone towers and shit like that bounce to satellite and the satellite bounces it back down super fast this is like sort of like bouncing off the moon except you made a moon for this to work and it has a computer in it we don't have our own satellites we've been trying to build and shoot one off into space for years now and so somehow we haven't quite succeeded so um, at getting very far in that project we should do that though yeah yeah obviously we should have our own communication satellites in the long run but right now we need to fi we would need to figure out how to uh, how to transmit either by hijacking satellites or by um, or by hijacking fiber lines or by using asynchronous comms to transmit between different cities um, in like physical packets like you can drive it there in your van. Yes. Yes. You could also like piggyback uh, like solar powered stuff on create like moving vehicles you know that like aren't yours <laughs> that's true like some sort of like land dragon that would ride on rails yeah totally <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, 
could even somehow maybe take advantage of the energy it's producing by its own movement and use that to power it. Shit, it's maggots. Also, um... Maggots. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> no, because that would just mean that you just use the fucking engine of the train to power the thing. No, no. What? Well, no, like... No, like maggots. The pinwheel. train is produced by the engine of the train. Yeah, yeah, but you're but that's already being produced. So you, you more importantly, so adding you use the engine of the train to power the thing directly. You use the fucking tracks that are already built. You use the fiber that's already built because we're fucking pirates. Yeah, because pirates oh, yeah. can build their own boats. <laughs> that's a very good point. I never thought about just stealing a boat. Yeah, steal the train. Um, actually, we should we should get a cruise ship. Who was saying that, Bill? We need to get a cruise ship. Yeah, they're going. They're like, you know, those businesses are get are going under now. Yeah, and they're huge. And we could get a lot of. What other businesses going under? Is fucking Amtrak. We can steal a fucking train. People need to be thinking about these things. The whole rent strike stuff, the general strike stuff. That shit's cool. But if you want to inspire people, steal a fucking train. I love this. You, so we, you're not grading. We don't have a team like like the Iron Council to to be grading land and before us and installing track and picking up track behind the train um, and carrying it to the front. So you'd just be stealing a train that is on a track. That well, the already, tracks already fucking exist. The civilization yeah. is collapsing. It's not being built. The uh, uh, this is I get this totally does relate. I'm sorry to the 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 topic at hand. I don't mean to be like completely But uh like the infrastructure that already exists there, you can just overpower and take. Like the fiber optic lines, the train lines, the trains are a good metaphor because like you can see where the rails go. They're on the surface. They're hard to miss, you know? Mm-hmm. And the trains in the end they might be kinda of difficult to maintain, but like they're probably pretty easy to operate, man. <laughs> There's just like a lever marked go, and you just move it how far you want to go. You know, you'd be I surprised think. actually. How? Tell me more. Trains correspondent dialing in. Not that I know. Is it easy, easy to drive, theoretically, hypothetically? Um, I mean, like, trains that I've seen in, like, train sim, you know, on, oh. the, on the computer. Uh, oh, train sim. Yeah, definitely have, like, a pretty simple throttle mechanism and a startup thing. And they're like pretty much, I mean, I think turning them on in particular is pretty tricky, but there's like tons of YouTube videos on how to use Transim <laughs> and turn a, a diesel train on, actually. A lot of good demos out there. Uh, I love taking, so like, going down to the, the old yard and doing Transim. Huh? You know how they just fucking blocked up all the fucking train lines in Canada? Yeah. If you can block the train lines, right? And if there's widespread shit going on in the cities and you just got shit going on from one city to the next. You can just steal the train in one city, take it to the other fucking city. At some point, like, you start to control territory. Like, actually control territory. Oh, yeah, totally. You do shit like that. Yeah, you're talking about taking the power rather than just, like, generating small amounts of electric energy. But not necessarily having a train system. You don't want them to run on time. I understand that much. Well, like... (laughs) You want them to be a surprise. (laughs) I want to see them when I need them. Always being delighted to find out a train has come into town. 
sentences people yeah. are rating on and McDonald's. Every time you see it, it's like, oh shit, the train. That's so exciting. <laughs> Dude, that's some Iron Council shit. That it is still weird. exists. <laughs> <laughs> are you the postman from the restored United States of America? <laughs> Finally, you're here once in a while. It's the conductor. <laughs> Just yeah, just wearing a dead man's clothes and operating a train nobody re remembered existed. Mm. <laughs> but I, uh, that's like obviously that would be like a dystopian future if that was just normal all the time. But uh, it's kind of wonderful and revolutionary and utopian if like you can go from this to that state of affairs and use that as a way to develop a better way. You know, but like yeah. it seems like. The pirate aspect of it is that inter zone. Is that like, okay, society has been destroyed, but like underneath that is like the actual threads of how we live. And that's like, when you see the actual threads of how you live, you get actually overjoyed, you know? You're like, oh shit, a train! Oh shit, the mailman! Yeah. You know? <laughs> Everything's like kind of taken for granted. Like, There's fucking toilet like paper in the grocery store. Yeah. It is kind of amazing to see that if you do these days. The, I want to say like that's that's the inspirational side of things for sure, and that's the like utopian visioning that that is necessary to get people on board for any kind of a project. But there are also like as a as a uh, infrastructure person, which we all are to some degree, it's like people the the people of the stack. Like you know, there's there are like basic things that builds and. Uh, a larger system and so you can't operate without that so like it might be easy enough to get in a train and hit go and or rather extend the throttle mechanism after using youtube to find out but but, but no example you need to know how to turn on the thing so you need youtube for that or you need so at that point you've already got a phone that's working so you have to have your friends operating the phone towers or you got to be pirating phone service from something or you got to start or, scraping youtube and have like a local offline YouTube repository. All right, piracy. That's what I'm talking about. It's now not even piracy. It's it's readily. It's like you know, publicly available. Yeah, but downloading it for your own purposes and saving it. This is. I mean, you're right. You know, uh, what they if, want you what to turn on the monetized video. They want you to look at the ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want you to rent the fucking the content from them temporarily. But you, uh, you've always been a big fan of of uh, documenting and uh, downloading, I understand, content that is available, like Wikipedia, right? Yes, Wikipedia, indeed. And there's actually like... On a tablet or something. Yeah, there's tools for that, and they are readily available, and they are open source. They're free and open source. And, you know, in the, in the case that, like, uh, you know, Wikipedia is wherever bereft of the online spout of Wikipedia servers, uh, I think right now is a good time to download that shit. And like, Ard2 is a good uh, good piece of software for that. It works on Android or it works on um, any operating system through Java um, by running a jar file where your uh, free downloaded dictionaries are. I guess I don't know how far you want me to go into this. Uh, what? How much hard drive space do I need? What does Ard2 do? Ard2 is a is a uh, offline dictionary uh, interface basically. It interfaces with these uh, blobs or slob files 
um, that are basically scraped wiki information. So you can get like the entirety of Wikipedia. It's like 15 gigs um, downloaded to like an SD card or your hard drive or whatever. Um, it's 15 gigs with no pictures, right? With no pictures, yeah. And I think you can find the ones with pictures, but that's just a giant file. And it's still worth it if you have the space. Um, but yeah, you can also get Wiktionary. I think there's like WikiHow. At least there's the Russian WikiHow, which I'm sure is also useful. So the shit acts like a browser, right? It's like the internet browser. Yes. The internet of one. The JAR version does. Yeah, the the um, desktop version does. But the uh, the Android version runs as an app, and you can like use it um, much like you would use Wikipedia in the first place. You just search for what you want, and it's like internally like self-referenced. So it doesn't like when you click on links, it doesn't send you to a website. It sends you to the next article in that slob file. Mm-hmm. So, funny, man. This shit sounds all like it's like all boring or whatever, and then it's like, wait a minute, man, you can fit the collective knowledge of humanity in your pocket. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, like oh. on my like on an SD card on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, a slob file. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my all my file systems are slob files, you know. Yeah. Like it, like where I keep my. All the files about me It's like that that uh, de- that de- description of Karl Marx uh, as being like constantly drunk and never wearing pants, and barely leaving his home. It's like in an official biography. Oh, really? It says he has a a, a, a terrible demeanor or something. That sounds like a modern description of a podcaster. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Original dirtbag left it. <laughs> if I can find that, we'll insert. We'll we'll uh, we'll get Joe Biden to read it to us. Listen here, Jack. I got no empathy for the younger generation. What's it called? The millennials. When I was growing up, didn't expect to have the internet. Have the microwave cooks your food ten times faster. Now nobody uses the phone again. I mean, look at me. I've been dead for almost two weeks. Didn't stop me from getting a job and becoming the president of this Timothy, I tell you, these kids these days, whippersnappers think you have to fly. It's malarkey, I say. Malarkey, of course, others I'm dead. You look at me, I'm fine. The rogue gangsters have got me tied up in some kind of what you call it, a storm cellar. You've got to believe me, Jack. The real gangsters have got me tied up in some kind of what you call it, the storm cellar. You've got to believe me, Jack. The only way we can save America from this man, you know the guy with the face, what's his name that one way we can save America from the dang, the old virus there. donate to the intergalactic realm. It's the only way to stop this economic meltdown, believe me. I don't have much time that I hear in here. Tell you about donate today and get in the Discord, the old chat room. Please get in there before they cut off my fingers. It's Joe 3033. And now back from our commercial break. Uh, what have we learned about North Korean internet? What have we learned about train theft? Um, where are we at? Oh, researching North Korean internet. So I have a, an article up that talks about it a little bit. I did, and now I am at a Google page in which I had apparently typed in how to make pirated, and that's all I wrote. (laughs) 
Uh, I, I like pirating everything, and I think that we should. I think explicitly, I want to say before making a train or bouncing things off the moon to communicate with each other or with North Korea, we should we should t uh, like literally all build pirate boxes and put them in our vans because you can power electricity with your fucking truck and it happens automatically anyway. You can uh, run a uh, small um, Wi-Fi router off of your uh, cigarette lighter adapter, which you don't use anymore because of vape, because it's the healthy alternative. Is it? Oh, that um, I thought it was right. Listen, we need to all build tire boxes and put them in our vans. <laughs> yes. Well, Max, what's a pirate box? Uh, so you can uh, you can take a Wi-Fi router and a flash drive, essentially. Get a Wi-Fi router and a what? <laughs> and a flash drive or SD card for storage. Just for storage. Mm. And you uh, you plug them together. You have as much storage as you can possibly get on there. You download all the Wikipedia and all that. You run a little scuttlebox server. Um, and uh, on the Wi-Fi router, people can log in, they can get your files that you're sharing, they can drop encrypted messages for each other that you can never access, and no one can beat you up for. And mm. you're, I mean, morally, I don't know what, how much people can beat you up is based on them and you. You can also hide it in a tree. In a public you, park. If you had enough panel. battery. And if, yeah, if you had a solar panel that was leading to a battery so that you had a smooth flow. Probably an adapter to, from DC to... Oh, I guess you could just run it to DC, huh? You can also anyway. use a so Raspberry Pi for a pair box. The golden yep. arches on the stick. Follow the golden arches to the bottom of the stick. <laughs> Open the panel. There'll be a fucking little clickety-clackety fucking plugity in anything. Little fucking uh, what you call it, and you can plug it in, and then you can pick up the McDonald's Wi-Fi. Yep. You know, a pirate box right at the bottom of the fucking of the fucking uh, McDonald's arches there. That's a good spot too, for sure. Um, even if McDonald's. When you make it common, you'll know where to look for them. There, uh, yeah. Everybody, is, you can probably build a little one on a on a Pi a Pi three or something. And not have to uh, not have to ever go fuck with it again. Just plug it in, cover it back with the plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody do that, and everybody check McDonald's in case somebody's already done that because it might have already happened. Mm hmm. And you'd want to know where they are, and make you can make a big scene about checking it and show your friends that they might be there also. Mm. Um, but the pirate box, the point of it is to is to store some amount of useful human knowledge that you can't just carry around in book form because I have a lot of books and I, let me tell you they're fucking heavy uh, but then you and be able to like transmit a small connection between devices of your friends and whoever's around thus creating a, a social hub like a library but outside with the rain on you yes y'all wake up 
It'd be nice to have it like have something with like. Well, you could you run. say uh, wide coverage. What? Why did you get yeah. that? Manana sabado. All right. Hell yeah. I don't know. I mean, what's what would be a good? Is there like? Okay, I gotta look this up now. A good antenna that would. That's like USB. Three. Capable, Mostly you just need the like, you just need yeah, the right router with the screw off antenna. USB. And you screw on a bigger fucking antenna. Yeah. I forget the exact yeah. router you need I mean, for this, but it's like yes. brightly colored, it's little and square, and it costs like twenty-five bucks. Um if you the trick is to have enough of them to be in a mesh net nearby each other. So everybody's got one on the block. And that creates the like physical communication lines between you on the radio spectrum that you can use. And everybody's been talking about mesh nets since fucking forever. We were trying to build them in 2011 when we were occupying shit. People sometimes succeed at them, but basically only in high de high density cities with a large percentage of hipsters. Um, so well, it just takes forever to build an infrastructure. That's true. Infrastructure is slower than everything, uh, but culture and nature right the yeah you can't just like roll up to a spot and be like wabam an entirely new type of infrastructure everybody learn how to use it right now that's true it's like uh, like what day is garbage day there is no garbage day whoa it's like 25 percent of people in like rich developed countries still don't even know how to use a computer like they can't even answer an email yeah deserves an air horn <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> um, yeah. And and the the percentage of people who could ac accurately navigate at the level 3 s scale of like being able to transfer information from one document in a, into a document in a different uh, app on a computer program was 5%. 5 percent. Yeah. So we're really just like preaching the choir here, I'm sure, at this point. Because everybody who knows how to listen to us knows how to use a computer well. Word. You know what? Developers, 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 all right. Okay. The, no, this really is that. That's that. That's our. That's our podcast. Everybody, we're Steve Ballmer, screaming developers at the Microsoft Windows ninety five uh, launch. And Sometimes that's us. Yeah. We, no, it is us. We're all about developers. We're we're, we're we're the people of the stack. You have to. We're know, all developers now. This is the always the thing that got me into the space program in the first place. Was that you have to know how to like run plumbing. Uh, grow food, um, make your own radio station. Um, yeah. You build an airtight hole. You know, the there's flows like, in and out of the can. Yeah, I think that's the that's the stacks. That's the the infrastructure, and that that's really where we make the difference between culture and governance. And that's the thing that people 
misunderstand so much about how you can affect the reality because you your gut, you can change governance all you want unless you change infrastructure you're not doing shit and if you change only culture and don't and don't affect infrastructure you're not doing shit because that part is not moving except mm -hmm. where except where where the uh, like architect architects are building it the architects the architects the architect so i realized that i ha i have a um I have a extra router, so I'm gonna try doing that pirate radio or that pirate box thing this week. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah doing the pirate box thing and then hooking it up to a ham radio. What about that? Have you considered that, man? Could, yeah, it's, could try doing that as long as it has a USB interface and I can I can get Linux to work on it and then maybe somehow solder a uh, what is it a uh, solder like an actual modem, like an audio modem to it, and then run that modem. Output and input through the Baofeng. That's I also need to get a Baofeng. I'm like, I didn't fresh out of Baofengs. What happened <laughs> all your ba What happened all your radios? They're out away. on the other side of this the country right now. Oh yo, I'll take one. Yeah. How far of a drive? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> thousand miles probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, open WRT. So, you should uh, you should record yourself uh, at stages. Report back, and we can uh, make a an audio tutorial. Yes, I could even do a video tutorial. You could do it. You could put your face on video forever. Or just have my command line output on video. <laughs> you could just have your hands on video. Yes. You can make Doing it important. Symbols. <laughs> I like the two tone the two tone channel of it. Of like the reflection is you jerking off or something. You know, it's like it's like pornography, but also command line. Yeah. Like it's it's actually how to build the thing, but also there's sex at. <laughs> yeah, check Just... out my OnlyFans for <laughs> sweet uh, <laughs> command line. <laughs> Watch me yeah. uh, make this pirate box, and uh, my roomies are gonna put some stuff in their ass. <laughs> We're e developers now. This podcast is safe for work. Isn't that great that you can listen to this at your job? <laughs> do we have a do we have a, a denotation on the podcasting website saying whether or not this is safe for work? Oh, it definitely says explicit it's... content on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. We do cusses on here, you know. You you can you can cuss. You can cuss. Cuss. <laughs> uh... We denounce America and Western civilization. Yeah, fuck Western civilization. There's no such thing. So, the pirate box thing? A pirate box with fucking signals that can reach the moon? Is just like the most benevolent thing I can think of. It's like some weird <laughs> magic underground library shit. <laughs> like, All if right. I could hook up the radio and just receive signals bounced off the fucking sky that tell me things that are the answers to my questions that, like, are not connected to the fucking structures of the society that want to crush me and destroy every aspect of my personality, that's amazing. Yep. That's the Akashic Records and shit. Yeah. And they do that's say the, that. Like, the Akashic Records are built in the future and like transmit backward in time. And theoretically, if we were to build a magic underground moon library uh, worldwide, we'd want it to be backward into time once we had the power to do that, right? 
Yeah. And we could probably do that for as long as we've been thinking about that as a concept, so that would be now. So it would immediately start back transmitting now. We should pick up on it. We gotta make the fucking (laughs) robot that builds the fucking drone that we... If Barbalith doesn't exist, it's necessary to create it. It is necessary to create it. Mm -hmm. All right, that's slime, everybody. (laughs) I think... uh, Go on. Let's go. Oh, I was gonna say, I think maybe uh, including a curated list of uh, apocalypse-ready software, um, maybe in the description of this episode, link into like a, a GitHub markdown file with the list of this software mm-hmm. would yeah. be appropriate. Um, yeah. I'm down to work on that also if yeah, y'all want to help. Cool. I'll yeah, add to it. I'm not sure how much I can help curate or anything. Well, I mean, just, you know, we can just make a list and then I can throw it on GitHub and yeah. yeah, and then we can update it from there. Yes. You yeah. know the podcast has its own GitHub. Ah, oh, it does. Then let's throw it on the podcast GitHub. <laughs> I don't, we might be the only podcast with a GitHub. We are not we're the not. only podcast with a GitHub, but we're the coolest podcast. Worth listening to, yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. That's that's the the curated list will be coming, and then it will be a zine, and it will also be an audio just, uh, tutorial, and at some point it will be a kaleidoscope, and at some point it will be a holographic transmission of light going backward in time from a for perfected future civilization. <laughs> Projected future civilization. Wow. Do all podcasts? Do they just give you one of those when you decide to host a podcast? Yes. They just hand them out? This should actually go in the fucking curated list of things. One other thing. uh, (laughs) That sound. Open street maps for Android off uh, F-Droid is a very useful tool Mm. along the lines of the offline Wikipedia because it's like literally just you get all the uh, open source map information, including cafes that may or may not be open during the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, and train lines and. Uh, yeah, F Droid. F Droid is that uh, like uh, app store that's for free and open source stuff. Is that right? Yes, on Android. Yeah. So it's easy to get, and then you can use it to get other stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I would. OSM and is like available on Google Play, but it's not. It's a paid for version just because it's on Google Play, but if you get the one off of uh, F-Droid, it doesn't have the uh, please support for these dope maps. It just has, here's the dope maps. So if you oh, get R2 oh, and, and you yeah. get all this uh, technical and historical data, right? You can like carry the history of humanity and a whole bunch of technical knowledge with you. Even though you probably don't have pictures and stuff. But then you get F-Droid and you have all this geospatial data and that pretty much brings you up to speed past Columbus and stuff. Of like, yes. you know, where things are. Yeah, you're way ahead of the game at that point. Um, Until your phone dies. And then that, what sort of data is next? Like, uh, that's an interesting, uh, that completes hey. the orbit or whatever, what do they call it? Like an atomic shell. It fits nicely, having those things. Yeah. Well, going past them, what sort of data do you want? You want the next yeah, thing is to make maps that people don't already have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like where is where the is the fucking well? Where does your city get water from? There's probably one at the golf course. 
There's probably class. a lot of geospatial data about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But like keeping shit current is okay. The other thing I was thinking yeah. of, like I, I knew there was a gap somewhere where other people are. You know, who is an enemy? Who is actively trying to kill you? Where's the food? Is like a current problem. That's where yeah. the internet, uh, that's where the federated mesh net comes in. Hey, uh, um, hey, with their mesh net. Has all that data. Speaking of keeping things current, I just want you to know it's fucking hailing right now. Oh, well. There's blue sky. You say it's fucking hailing? Yeah, a little soft hail. <laughs> I can see them collecting in the roof of the car. I can see the roof of the car from here. Uh, so, so having a... I'm just saying, just in case you were wondering what the sound is, or if you wanted to uh, cause hail in your own t place to have a, a symbolic connection between this time. It's just fucking healing. It's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm probably gonna call it. I think right. that's an episode. What do you guys think? Uh, there was some... Did you say something prescriptive there at the end while I was healing? That I wasn't listening to Yeah, I think, I think Olin wrapped it up and then Olin served it up, and then and then you wrapped it up with the hail. And was like, and then we'll do this. And I was like, bah, 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 and then you were like, it's hailing outside. We will sit here. <laughs> it's very very melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's, people don't make. I think I really enjoyed listening to this ep the episode from last night uh, because people don't make podcasts like that where it's just like loud bird sounds and like calmly talking there's like Solid. they're always so so like tightened down and produced yeah hey bro today we're gonna talk about this here we go next on hardcore history you'll never be alone again there is no quiet in the house uh. <laughs> uh, that guy's voice is very uh, very abrasive too and the guy does history wrong. He's consistently lying about history. Fuck that whole shit. That's why He's it's lying hard about history. Dude. Really? Yeah. He's like That's the Roman weird. legions were the toughest in the world. They were the best. They were GI Joe. It's like fucking GI Joe has nothing to do with this. Stop fucking making metaphors right now. Give me fucking factual data. Get the fuck out of my room. I don't know. <laughs> that guy's like ninety percent air horn and ten percent narrative. Yeah. As opposed to our podcast. <laughs> Just We're an air horn podcast. There's fake news in the title. This is right, it is a zine. This is this is your audio zine. You have been warned here at the ending where they always put the warnings. Do what we say, good night, go to bed. <laughs>